Welcome to Let's Talk Wellness, where we will be sharing insights into the world of mental health and wellness as we explore traditional medicine and holistic healing options. It's time to have new conversations about mental health. Join Mara James, the founder and CEO of the Hugs for Life Healing Center, as she guides us along this journey. And now, let's talk wellness. Welcome to Let's Talk Wellness. I am your host, Mara James, and I'd like to say thank you for joining us for today's conversation. During Let's Talk Wellness, we focus on healing, understanding, growth, and spirituality. This is part of the Hugs for Life Healing Center, a subsidiary of the not-for-profit organization called Extraordinary Lives Foundation, where we are devoted to supporting mental health awareness and providing resources for children and their families. As the founder of these organizations, I have the great joy of collaborating with a team of amazing people to help bring healing to children and their families around the world. You can find out all the information at elfempowers.org, and you'll see this in the show information below. Now, let's talk wellness today with our guest, Renata Yurarahi. Renata is a body-mind healer and does wonderful work and has been instrumental in my personal healing journey. Welcome, Renata. Thank you, Mara. It's a pleasure to be here with you today. So wonderful having you here. Um, so can you tell us what is a body-mind healer? Yes. So um, when we talk about body-mind healing, we're really talking about this holistic way of understanding the body, right? Knowing that what goes on in our minds has a huge impact on the physical level. Right. So this holistic approach to health is considering what's going on spiritually, mentally, emotionally and physically to address any disease process, symptom, any condition that you may be experiencing. Beautiful. So um, a couple of weeks ago, I was got got COVID for the first time. My husband loves me so much that he actually shared his COVID with me. And of course, I knew the day that I received COVID, I ever got COVID, I was going to schedule a session with you to help clear it out of my body. And what happened in that session was so profound that I knew I needed to interview you right away and share this profound information with all of our friends. So if you could share with that, if you'd like to share um, about me and about other clients that you've worked with and really what you experienced as um, while, while you were clearing COVID from them. Yeah, just such a gift to be able to have this conversation and share this information with the world, because uh, this is what I've been seeing in my private practice. This is what I have seen in my own personal process when I got COVID. And it was a it was a game changer, right? I'm going to start with my own experience because it's the closest to home. And then I'll give more examples of clients I've worked with. So I got a very strong version of it. I, I most likely got the Delta variant. It, it got pretty deep in my lungs. And I, 
got pretty sick in terms of I couldn't stand up for more than a few seconds or I would feel like I was passing out. I had this very, very strong cough. I couldn't stop coughing. I couldn't hold a conversation on the phone. Um, I, I wasn't being able to rest or sleep well. And it was concerning, right? And so I had to reframe and shift my mindset to what I knew was true. And from my experience handling uh, conditions like this with my clients, over the years, and particularly with this virus, right? So I remember I couldn't stand up in the shower. I had to take a shower sitting down because I was so weak. So sitting down there in the shower and letting the water run through my body and having tried all the medications over the counter to, you know, minimize my symptoms or any attempt to not get the virus to go so deep into my body, right? They were all failing miserably. And I sat down in the tub and I asked myself, what do I know to be true about disease processes, right? What do I know to be true about my body? And I, I kind of connected. I just dropped in and I noticed where in my body is this condition settling because for each person is different, right? Especially on the lingering side effects uh, or conditions and symptoms uh, that we experienced. So for me, it was my lungs. It was deeply, deeply in my lungs, right? I didn't have a headache. I didn't have digestive issues. I didn't have renal issues. So you connect to what is going on for you uh, in your case, right? For me, it was the lungs. So I sat there and I just connected. I was like, wow, okay, you're deep, deep in my lungs, yeah? And in Chinese medicine, the lungs are the place we hold grief, is the organ that best handles the emotion of grief. Every breath out, every exhale, right? We are letting go of the moment that just passed. We're letting go of carbon dioxide. We're letting go of toxins. So the lungs have this incredible ability to let go and grieve, right? And so I looked at what's going on in my life when COVID installed itself in my body, right? And I was like, wow, I'm going through this profound grieving process from what happened to me when I was 18 years old. And this is an opportunity for me to go deep into that. I said, wow, this virus is here, digging deep into my lungs, carving out all the grief that is settled in there, grief that I didn't even know was still there, that I had recently come in contact with. And it's helping me clear all of it away. This is an opportunity, right, for me to clear all that away. And from the moment that I reconnected to that, everything changed. It was when I started healing and when my mindset shifted and I was now working with the virus instead of against it, right? I was in, and that made a huge difference. And I see it making a huge difference for every single person I work with, because when you come to a place of empowerment with your condition, you have way better chances of healing. Your immune system becomes stronger. Your body knows what to do. You're connected to the truth, that intelligence that is running the life force energy in your body that can handle anything, that can regenerate anything, right? So your chances of healing are so much more, so much better when you are connected to 
what's happening, the truth, that place of empowerment, right? Using it as an opportunity for you to take a look at that thing that has been hiding in your system. And that desire has a way to dig deep enough to uncover, open all the little drawers. And now you look at them and you get to do something about them. You get to clear them. You get to process that information and recontextualize it and heal from it. So for me, it was that profound grief. Every single person is different, right? Um, one client comes to mind where this, the lingering uh, symptoms was a sense of depression, uh, cloud mindness. So the mind very, very cloud, not being able to focus on much. And for, for that particular client, her, her journey was to take a look at that the depressive tendencies in her that she wasn't addressing, that she was ignoring over the years. It was just something that would pop in and out and she would distract herself with the business of life and many other things and not take a serious look at it. So it was kind of like always there behind the scenes, draining her life energy, right? And just kind of like right there and always ready to pop into her life. And this, when it came in and really touched that part, you know, of her brain, she had to really look at it and come to the causes of that depression and make deeper changes about that, right? So that, those are just two examples of what I've been seeing in terms of when a microbe comes into your body. It has its own consciousness. A microbe is a living being. In the case of a virus, the virus is a dormant being until it can reach your cells, and then it uses your cells as the reproduction machine, right, as, as its metabolism. So it becomes activated, but every single bacteria, fungus, virus has a consciousness because it is a living being. And so it has a way of operating. It has a message it brings. And one thing that I find fascinating, Mara, is that from, from my experience, just my clinical experience, there is an emotion that feeds every microbe, and there is an emotion that deflates or makes it hard to, for the body to give that microbe energy. Okay. Wow. So, so can, I, can I ask, can I stop you for a moment? Yeah. Such beautiful, profound stuff. Um, okay. So what are the, I, the ones, the emotions that would feed, which I don't want to hear about. Uh, and then of course, what are the ones that could um, deflate? Okay. So that's an, a great question, right? So every microbe has its own personality and its own emotions, right? That will feed or deflate it. I'm going to give examples, okay? So I'm just going to throw a couple out there. Uh, some that I work with a lot. The herpes virus, especially the genital herpes virus, right? But also the cold sores have that very similar thing going on. The emotion that feeds that virus is shame and guilt. Mm. And it's, it's, the, it's the consciousness of that virus itself. If you look at the condition that it brings, you feel disgusting. You feel guilty about your behaviors that brought about that virus. You feel ashamed of that, right? You feel shameful and monster-like and you want to hide and you want to not tell anyone, and right? So 
by looking at the symptoms themselves, you can get a glimpse of the emotion that is going to feed that microbe that you're experiencing, right? And the emotion that counterbalances the herpes virus is self-love and self-acceptance, hmm. right? So I give my clients these mantras when they are dealing uh, with the virus and breakouts of connecting to that area of the body, sitting with it and saying, hey, I love you. You're so beautiful. I'm sorry this is happening to you. We're going to do this together. You know, accepting that part of your body, accepting that process that is happening right there and kind of embracing it and saying, hey, we're going to do this together. We're going to go through it. You're beautiful. I love you. Um, very powerful. I have clients that stop breakouts just from using these mantras, you know? Wow. And, and then if there is anything else that we can do to contribute to the healing process, I add to it, right? If there's medication you can take, if there is other holistic approaches, herbs, in the case of the herbs, there is a red light that is very powerful to stop breakouts uh, along with this, these, these mantras or the practice of the emotion that is going to counterbalance them. So what we are seeing uh, today with the current uh, virus is, is a fear right? Fear is the emotion that makes you much more susceptible to it and that feeds it, right? So I got to a point where I started getting scared. I don't, I didn't know what was going to happen to me and I knew there was no treatment or cure, right? So I was like, okay, this is kind of, this is scary. I'm kind of like worried, right? And the, the fear just feeds it, just, just gives it like putting fire, like wood in the fire. fire right? yeah. And unfortunately, the setup of our society right now is boosting a whole bunch of that, right? Even before you get it, right? So, yeah. um, so what is the counterbalance to it, right? It's empowerment. It's that feeling of, I can handle this. I can do this. Wow. Uh, So however way you can connect to it in feeling empowered, even on the situation that is unknown, right? It's going to go a long ways when you are um, handling with with the current virus. Wow, wow, wow. So let's do a little share about me. (laughs) So, you know, I'm thinking, okay, you're just going to clear some things and you did clear some, I don't know, the markers. Um, And then you started sharing with me for the reason that I got COVID and the messages for me were one also about grief and the conscious and subconscious grief. And you instructed me to go journal about it. And wasn't the first time I was instructed to journal, but it's the first time I finally listened um, to the message and did it. And it was so profound. It went back to like when I was born, uh, you know, and just the things about like all the, like the grief and grief and grief. And just, um, so that was really interesting. Now that it's lingering and now that what you were talking about, I need to do a little more journaling and see, um, apparently I haven't cleared enough. Um, and then the second one, let's see, do you remember what the second one was? 
for your particular session yeah I don't have um remember the whole the whole right and then I had you work on another friend and it was so profound um you know she was sharing with me that for her it was supposed to be like this big awakening um I, I guess a spiritual awakening and I guess she wasn't really ready for it. So uh, the universe is like, okay, we're going to cut back and we're going to give like small pieces. Mm -hmm. So um, that was so profound. And I'd love for you to share if there are other examples of types of messages from, um, you know, C-19. Yeah. So so I'm going to share this, this, this one case that is a little bit out of the ordinary because I want, um, you know, remind people that it, it has what I'm seeing overall, like what we are all seeing is that it goes to the places that you already have a weakness in, right? Mm. It, it goes to the system that is already out of balance and it highlights that. It tends to do that in depending on what you have going on, right? So I have this one client that has OCD and uh, a few mental imbalances that were very controlled before uh, he, they experienced the virus. And the virus heightened the whole experience, right? So the OCD became completely overwhelming, right? Paralyzing, where this person, it was just compulsively having to go through their rituals, right? Mm -hmm. To control the, the, the compulsive thoughts and the anxiety. So this person came, became completely just overwhelmed with anxiety and OCD and triggered by the virus, right? So on for that person, the healing process was to heal the OCD, right? So we did some a combination of holistic approach with the medical approach to work together. So I was teaching a lot of uh, mindfulness practices to work with anxiety and compulsive thinking. And that person also got medicated for the first time in their lives because before it was there, but it was enough under the radar that they could function without medication. What happened is it became an opportunity for that person to take a look at it, to see it for what it was, to not let it slide under the radar anymore and to actually get treated for that condition that like the previous client I was mentioning before, this was depleting their energy constantly, right? Because compulsive thinking is, is very draining. And, and there were little habitual things that were very limiting to that person's lives, but it was right, right under the radar, Right. And it became an opportunity then to address it face on to get treatment for it and to recover from it. Right. To, to, to find a place of stability that was way more profound than what was going on before. So when we talk about message, that's that's what I what we mean. Right. This is an opportunity for me to take a deeper look at myself, to look at these weak parts of my body that are sliding under the radar and perhaps take a deeper look at it. Learn mindful practices to, to, to dive deeper and to find better balance with those things in my life, right? To seek out holistic healing that can unlock the root causes of this for me. 
which we do in our sessions. You know, if necessary, get medical treatment for some conditions, right? So it becomes an opportunity for awakening, right? You are awakening to the things that are kept in the closet in the back door <laughs> and you are awakening to new possibilities also. So let me ask you this. When people have COVID, sometimes, you know, somebody has like a really um, bad pain in the front of the throat. Some have the swollen glands. Some have there are different types of symptoms. Um, do those different symptoms occur differently with people with different types of emotions versus, you know, obviously it's a different type of strain. From what I'm seeing, yes. Okay. It goes back to, do you have a very strong thyroid and throat chakra? Is that energy there running really strongly? You may not experience much going on there. But if there is already some sort of weakness there, then what we are observing is there there's a tendency for this to be highlighted more. Could it be if somebody doesn't communicate a lot that their throat like is more painful and there's just a lot more kept there? Right. There, you know, when you you take these deeper looks that you could uncover something like that. Oh, there's something I'm not communicating in my life. I'm mm. not really speaking my truth. I'm not establishing boundaries. I'm not telling people what my limits and boundaries are, or I have secrets that I've kept in keeping for myself, or there's an imbalance in my thyroid that I never looked at and I never understood, you know, and the reason for my hair loss or weight gain or lack of sleep or sleeping too much is that, and I didn't even know, right? So if that part is weak and you go through the self-inquiry process and you take the opportunity to sit with that symptom and learn from it and hear the message from it, then you can get to the other side way stronger than you came in. Wow. Okay. And then obviously you said the lungs were grief. Um, what about what else is there? I don't know, stuffy nose or headache. Do those represent anything? They all do. And if you look at, um, you know, Hay House has a whole collection of books on what symptoms mean holistically. Chinese medicine, every organ, every tissue has a consciousness. It deals with certain things in the body. But more important than researching, uh, you know, what every part of your body means can be the process of sitting with yourself and asking that body part what's going on there. Right. Because it may be something that is not really related to the consciousness of that area. Mm. Right. So something on the throat may may be a a trauma that happened to you when you're three years old. And maybe by you sitting in contemplation, your body will bring that up for you. Right. So I I developed a a PDF and an audio, uh, a guided audio process that helps people do just that. Sit in stillness connect to the part of the body that is experiencing most of the symptoms, drop into what's going on there. So you have a deeper connection for more clarity and you start a process of self-inquiry to get that Mm self-awareness. And it's incredible what happens and what's possible in terms of recontextualizing that, healing that. You, You mentioned something really important, which is the epigenetic markers. Mm -hmm. Right. We are seeing that most viruses, but this particular uh, 
viruses more so than others, it creates epigenetic markers because it interacts with our DNA. So it turns certain DNAs on that should be off, or it turns some off that should be on, or you know, some, the, the epigenetic layer is a layer that is on top of the DNA, and it regulates how the DNA is read mm. in the body. So it can cover up the DNA and not let our bodies read it, right? Or it can uncover that DNA piece so that gene is, is producing something and making something happen in the body. And it can also work as a dimmer. You can dim up, you're producing more of the hormone, the neurotransmitter, or you can dim it down where you're not producing as much, right? So you can lower some things uh, from happening. So because of this interaction, the virus tends to alter the epigenetic expression of our genes. And one of the ways that you can shift epigenetic markers is through self-inquiry, mm, is to yeah. deeply sitting with it. Because when you recontextualize the story, when you heal that inside of yourself, your body has the intelligence to see, oh, I don't need that anymore. And it kicks in and alters the epigenetic layer, right? The epigenetic layer is very dependent on your environment. So uh, that's one way of doing it. Um, energy work is very powerful for that, uh, but you can do in, sel in self-inquiry, through meditation, through breathing exercises, uh, because when you do recontextualize and you're telling yourself a different story and your perspective changes, then your body can make those epigenetic changes also. And do you have this information listed on your website if someone wanted to use, look at the PDF or listen to the recording? I do. It's my name, renatayurahi.com. And you're going to, under tools, I have many different healing tools there. Uh, you can find it there. Beautiful. And we'll have that listed in the show information. And if someone doesn't want to spend the time doing that and they want to do a little quick fix, um, you're open to working with people one-on-one? -on -one? Absolutely. That work is a, is a very profound work and you have this very deep understanding of what's going on and the different causes leading to it and why that system is weak in the first place. And we can recontextualize so many things and shift perspectives and energetically remove and all the blocks. So um, it's, a, it's a beautiful kind of process. And is that something you do in person or via Zoom? Uh, both. Most of my sessions today are via Zoom or even phone call. Beautiful. Awesome. We'll have your con your information listed. Um, Renata is always such a pleasure seeing you and speaking with you and learning from you. Um, and on behalf of myself and all of our listeners and watchers, as Piggy Bear would say, you are amazing. You're amazing, Mara. Thank you for mm -hmm. all you do. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Let's Talk Wellness. This podcast has been brought to you by the Hugs for Life Healing Center, a division of the Extraordinary Lives Foundation, a 501c3 nonprofit organization. If you would like to listen to more conversations like this, we invite you to subscribe to our mailing list at www.elfempowers.org to be notified when our weekly episodes are published. 
Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to bringing you our next conversation on Let's Talk Wellness.